Welcome to Life Concierge. Allow me to introduce you to people you can relate to, learn from, and connect with through conversations that are fun, but grounded in truth, growth, and perspective. I'm your host and concierge, Sarah Heider. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to Life Concierge Podcast. If you haven't had a chance to check out Monday's bonus episode, you will definitely want to go back and listen to a fun, quick episode featuring today's guest, Lee, as we take a walk down memory lane and chat about our favorite past Met Gala looks. Lee is a modern day homemaker or the male Martha. Lee had the incredible opportunity to intern for Martha Stewart. He's an interior designer by trade and has worked as a stylist for Nordstrom and for designers during multiple New York fashion weeks. He says he likes to think of himself as the entertaining expert. And let me tell you from experience, Lee's eye for detail in combination with his warm and charismatic personality make him just that. He's also working on a new highly anticipated project that he gives us a look into during our conversation. Enjoy! Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot for a second, and this is something new I'm starting with the podcast, is you know what Life Concierge is all about. Like, it's kind of a lifestyle podcast, and so each episode, I'm going to ask our guests what their Life Concierge tip is. So it could be like a life hack. It could be a product you've used for a long time. It could be something new. It could be anything just anything in your life that like makes you happy in your life man (laughs) I could have thought like a whole like day like about this one I don't want to say alcohol because that (laughs) sounds awful um I don't know I think I find when I come home like after like a very long day just because um the last few months have been very long days for me. I just enjoy a nice glass of wine to unwind. I don't think that's good or bad. I'm not like promoting that kind of like lifestyle at all, but no, I love like a nice cold glass of rosé to kind of like end my day and just like sit. I'll come home and like sit in silence too, Mm -hmm. um, which I really enjoy just I don't know, to try to clear all of like the noise like that I have. And that's just like my way to do it every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably more about that moment to yourself and that moment of silence than it actually is about the rosé, right? (laughs) No, I just need, I need the quiet time for me to time to um, like center myself like back, I think after going a hundred miles an hour, like I did all day today. So yes, I don't know, maybe like a moment of silence is good. And Mm -hmm you can't have a sip of something, go for it. Well, my life concierge tip that I've discovered uh, just over the last couple of months is I started getting facials, which is not new to many people, but the part of it that's new to me is the LED light therapy. And I am totally digging it. I am loving it. And it's very similar in your rosé moment. It's a moment, it's 20 minutes where I'm locked in a dark room with my hands under a blanket. I can't touch my cell phone. And I just lay there and relax. And I have to say, I 
and I don't even care if it's just mental, but I really do think that the LED light therapy really helps calm my skin. It's kind of one of those things. And I don't have super active skin or I don't even know what you call that, but I have pretty calm skin. But after trying that, I'm just like, I want to do this every day. So I love doing it. Yeah. I highly suggest it. Um, I go to my girl, Kelsey at Spruce in Newark and speaking of Newark. Yes. That's where I'm from. Exactly. (laughs) I was like, wow, what a great lead in. I know my life concierge tip is going to lead into Lee's story. So you grew up, did you grow up in Granville or Newark or both? I grew up, I grew up in Newark kind of like on the line. Um, but then when I was in high school, I was taking classes at both. So speaking of growing up in smaller towns and for any of our listeners who don't know, aren't from central Ohio, uh, Newark is a smaller town outside of Columbus, Ohio, where we now live. Um, but Lee and I are both from small towns, but I do want to highlight and get started on Lee's story with something very not small town that he got to do that I'm really excited for him to talk to you about. So Lee, this is one of the first things I learned about Lee when I met him was that he had interned with Martha Stewart, which is like the coolest thing ever. I thought I was really cool, but no, you are very cool. (laughs) You had a pretty amazing internship. So tell us a little bit about going from, small town, you know, you grew up in more of a rural area. And then what's it like having these dreams of doing something bigger? And then how did you get there? Yeah, no, I think everyone needs to have dreams of doing something bigger. Um, I kind of feel like a lot of people will settle just because they think this is good enough. And I'm definitely not that person and always want something more. So I was in college and kind of freaking out because an internship was required for us to graduate. Um, And I was being very picky about what I wanted. So I was applying everywhere in Columbus. Where were you in school? So I was at the Columbus College of Art and Design here in Ohio. Um, So I was applying for things here, which we have a great base of art um, in our community with like a lot of corporate offices. Um, it just wasn't kind of the fit for me because I had done so much work for those companies already. And like, I've been there and done that. So like I wanted something new and like a little bit bigger. Um, so I got an internship with a wedding planner here in Columbus. Um, something else, like I always like wanted to know more about. And right after I got that and got started, I got a phone call one day from the Martha Stewart office in New York, um, saying that we would like you to be here. Can you be here in a week? And And had you, had you submitted like a resume to them? So I submitted, I submitted a resume. um, And how did you even find the posting to apply for something like that? Just on, just on their website. I was going through like a lot of different designers websites and seeing what jobs are like available, like maybe like after I graduate, because I was going into my senior year. Um, So like really exploring, like, where do I want to be and like see myself? Um, So I found the posting and you kind of apply for different areas that you have an interest in. And then they kind of place you where they think you'll be the best at. Um, So I was in the retail style department. And I think 
after like talking to everybody and everybody introduces themselves, I was maybe the only person there that didn't have a connection in. So yes, I do believe in connections and knowing people and seeing who can get you to your next step, but it's also not like the roadblock if like you don't know anybody because you just have to put yourself out there and talk to people and you'll get 500 no's but there'll be a yes I totally agree that's what I always tell anyone when they ask about my Versace internship in New York they're always like oh how did you get that like who did you know I knew no one. I, like you, just was scouring designer websites looking for internships. And I think I actually even just came across it on internships.com. I wrote up a cover letter and crafted my resume and sent it off into outer space and never expected to ever hear from Versace (laughs) ever again. Here I was just a small town girl from Worcester, Ohio. I was at Ohio University at the time and had no expectations to ever hear from anyone again and ended up um, kind of the same as you. They wanted me there in two weeks. It was crazy. Um, But I'm glad you shared that because it's so true that you never know. So you might as well try. And like you said, you're going to get 500 no's, but when you get the yes, it's going to be the yes of a lifetime. No, definitely. I totally agree. You just can't you can't stop and you never know. Like I always like kind of like live off of that, that you never know line because I've been in a lot of situations working in on the fashion industry in New York too. You never know who's going to walk through that door, be in front of you. You just never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So then you get the internship, you have a week to move, a week to move And I'm still doing the wedding planning. So like, I'm already committed to that. So like, I can't just be like, I'm leaving for New York. So I'm doing all of that work from New York and just sending all the design work back to Columbus for the clients here. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay. So (laughs) you, did you find an apartment then or what was your living situation? So I think that was the hardest. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people there. So like I had a lot of people kind of scouting because everybody's always like looking for somebody to like sublet for any amount of time or somebody knows somebody else. Um, But um, a friend at the time had somebody that she went to college with that lived there. And so I just crashed with her for, for a few months. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. I couch surfed for about two weeks and found a place, but yeah, that's, that is definitely a uh, living situation in New York is definitely where you need the connection. That's where the connection yeah. really comes in. <laughs> yeah. And because it was so last minute and I'm like in college and I have no money and you're like, how do you do this? But you find a way. I always believe like if, if you want it that bad, you always find a way to do it. Um, and so I couldn't afford a flight to New York. So like last minute because everything was more expensive. And so I, to and from, I took the Greyhound bus oh my all by myself, packed my bag and off I went to New York. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine you, imagine you on a Greyhound bus now. <laughs> I, one and done. Yeah. <laughs> but you all, we have to start somewhere. So. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So then 
you start your internship. I can't even begin to understand, like, what is that like day to day? Well, everyone told me in like the Devil Wears Prada, like you'll just be getting coffee or just being there. But I was in every single project that we were working on as a department. Um, My department was only two people plus me. So like my boss, the other lady that's there full time and then me. Um, But I mean, day one, I arrived and they're like, okay, like we're off to Macy's corporate because we have showrooms to start planning and putting together for a buy meeting that's coming up. So, I mean, I had like my hands in every single project that they were working on. Um, So it was very, what kind of retail uh, was it that you were working on? um, So I was working every brand. I don't want to say brand because Martha's like the brand, every retailer that Martha has a line in. So Home Depot, Macy's, Michael's, um, we were kind of setting up and displaying things that she was presenting maybe for like the next season. Um, so like buy meetings for Macy's that everyone would come in to see what's the new line of bedding and towels and everything for your home to see what they were going to buy and purchase for their stores. Um, yeah, so it was just a big presentation of Martha that we were putting together. That's awesome. Okay. So then you dive right in. What are some of the coolest things that you got to be a part of? Um, I think kind of like seeing how it all happens and like the tricks and you're like, how you might like see it in photos, but you like want to know like how it's all done. And like, you go to like a photo shoot and you're there all day long putting a whole fake room together in just an open studio. Um, I don't know. It was just so intriguing to see how the inside worked and like where we would source everything from um, the errands that I would have to go run. Yes. Like I was like the errand runner too, because I was just like an intern there. But you learn a lot running errands. I mean, you do. It's not <laughs> you do. always a bad thing. It's really not. Yeah. You, I had. No, you do learn a lot. Exactly. I didn't have to do a ton of errand running. I was a little bit more on the desk, but the one errand I did have to run was the one time that Donatella was actually at our office and I had to go buy sandalwood candles, her favorite scent. So just so you know, if you're interested, Donatella's favorite scent, sandalwood. And something I had never purchased before, Marlboro red cigarettes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. It was very interesting. <laughs> Were they for her? Are you allowed to say? I mean, I didn't sign an NDA. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they would just kind of like give me like a credit card and off you went and spent money. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It's not what- yours. What kind of errands were you running? What did they need from you? Um, I was doing like a lot of food and getting food products for shoots that we were doing. Um, just like a lot of odds and ends thing, always like live um, flowers and trees and branches, which flower market in, if, in New York, if anyone's ever there, check it out because it's kind of amazing to see how that happens. Um I think anyone can like go buy and stuff, but I mean, you have everything available essentially like all year round that you could ever need. 
Um, that's just kind of mind blowing. And then I don't know, fabric, I think like one thing you just like learn, I don't know, in kind of like a funny story, but like, you're going to go pick up X amount of fabric that we need for this. And I'm thinking, I don't even know, I can't envision how much that physically is. So like, I like take like a little like canvas bag that it's going to like fit in and I get there and it's a whole bolt of fabric that I can barely even put my arms around and it's taller than me and I'm six two. So, and then it's like, well, how do I get this? How do you get it back? So, and then like no cab wants to stop for you. Definitely not. To put this in their car. So and you don't want to take that fabric on the subway. <laughs> no, that would no, no. Yes. I definitely think I, I think of that time of my life interning and even just a lot of the things that I learned in my first jobs in my younger 20s, all those things that seemed so to go so terribly wrong were building so much character in me, though, and makes it I'm maybe sometimes easier in times like this with, you know, COVID and everything. If you don't have experiences like that, it's probably harder yeah. to pivot and to push. And that's one thing that, you know, interning in a company like that or like Versace and just living in New York and living in a different place in general uh, will definitely make you uh, make you a little tough and learn how to push. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. For sure. What was your interaction like with Martha? I know you have a picture with her, so you at least got to meet her once, but people don't always realize like if you're interning for Martha Stewart or Donatella Versace, you're probably not hanging out with them every day. Yeah. So Martha is, or was in the building almost every day overseeing kind of how stuff was going because it's her stamp of approval on everything. Um, but day one and like orientation, we were told on this day at this time, that we'll all like have lunch with Martha and kind of do like a, I don't know, meet and greet kind of thing. So we get there and she says that when she has dinner parties and there's always people that don't know each other at her parties, mm -hmm. everyone has to formally introduce themselves to like the crowd of people there. So that's like what we, everyone went around and you stood up, said where you were from, who you are, um, and she had just written a book that came out. And so there was like a display and then she signed books for all of us. Um, but yeah, no, it seemed very personal there. It's not always that way, but um, yeah. <laughs> it was a great lunch. So you brought up the Devil Wears Prada uh, stereotype of a New York City internship. Would you say that that was the overall vibe it sounds like you had definitely some more personal moments but would you say it was as harsh as the devil wears prada um i think the design world is going to be very cutthroat and yeah like people people are like people like literally are crying in the bathroom i feel like that's like something like you just like somebody like might say and like joke about but i'm like no like it really like does happen i was not doing that um but it's just when I feel like when so much money is being spent on projects and you have somebody's name tied to it and you want it to be the very, very best and perfect, you 
do all you can. You stay at the office past hours and we would order in dinner and you leave when it's done. It's not like, oh, it's five o'clock time to leave the office today. Exactly. That's how it was for me. So (laughs) yes. Well, and that's the time in life to do that kind of thing too. Uh, Young and scrappy and I'm not sure I could do it today, but I definitely loved doing it at the time. I think I would definitely go back and do it again. And I'm like, I'm still in touch with people. Um, I never went back to work in the city, um, but I still talk to everybody and it was an experience. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. What was the biggest takeaway or lesson that you learned during that experience? Um, I just think you, I don't know if it's like a takeaway, but kind of just like how like I like live my life right now too. You just have to always be on. I don't know. And going back to that, like you never know thing. I just felt like you all, you just have to be on, you have to be on your game. You have to be, know what's going on. You need to be involved. So I think people just need to be in something that they love so much that you want to just immerse yourself in it because yeah, like it's not going to be fun and happy all the time, but you just need to enjoy it. Um, and like when you are so involved, I think that's when bigger things come to you too. Yeah. And if you are enjoying it, you're not going to mind so much a later day at the office or, you know, trying to figure out how to get fabric from one end of the city (laughs) to the other. I think it's like the the payoff and like seeing, seeing the completed, whatever it is that you're working Mm -hmm. on. um, That's like what I just like thrive off of. And then the praise because it turned out so well and people love it. And it's exactly like what it was supposed to be. Yeah. It's definitely any experience that is really tough. Um, I guess I shouldn't say any experience that's really tough is rewarding, but I feel like we're both pretty lucky that we had tough experiences, but um, ultimately super rewarding. And we're super proud of that. And I know going back to the Devil Wears Prada item, my internship being straight up in the design world at one of the biggest fashion houses in the country or in the world. Um, I definitely had my Devil Wears Prada moments where other interns would, uh, who had been there longer than me would purposely tell me how to do things wrong. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh yeah. It was crazy. It was unlike anything I'd experienced before. And they were all going to school in New York or were from New York. And so they definitely saw me as this small town, Ohio girl. Um, and actually I, you know, I pushed through, obviously I had packed my suitcase and flown to New York. I couldn't turn back now. And so I had to just push through, do the best work that I could and kind of killed them with kindness a little bit. And eventually they actually kind of grew to like me. And, uh, it's definitely a very interesting experience though. And the, the icing on the cake for me was my last day. I was really proud of everything that I'd done and, just proud that I'd made it through honestly, because there were so many hard times and really proud that I had stayed true to myself the whole time. And the CEO at the time 
brought me into his office and I had done some projects indirectly for him, but hadn't really had any one-on-one meetings with him or anything. Uh, but he was just part of the office and saw how I interacted with people and the work that I'd done. And he brought me in and gave me his card and said, you've been such an asset to this office. Your attitude is amazing. You're just so, um, happy and positive and help people stay balanced in the office. And if you ever need anything, here's my card. And to me, I was like, oh my gosh, all of those tears in the bathroom, or I would call my mom walking home, crying, talking about oh, how no. mean people were to me. Yeah. Um, but that just made it all worth it. And in the end, knowing See? I'm pretty sure those other interns did not get called into his office and I did. So Staying true to yourself, um, I think is really important and hard to do when you, um, feel like you're kind of plucked out of a different world and taken somewhere else, but you're living your dream, but you still have to stay in the reality of being yourself. So, so you did your internship and then we're going to talk about a new project that you have coming up, but tell us just a little bit about the in-between and how you've gotten to where you are now. So the in-between, um, I was freelancing. So interior design is my degree and like my background. Um, so I was like working for corporate Abercrombie and Fitch all through college doing like all of kind of like their display work for the standard of every store in the world, which I think transitioned me into Martha and knowing how stuff had to be done such a certain way because I'm a perfectionist and just like appreciate um, the attention to detail. So went to Martha, graduated. I was freelancing for um, a company probably for four years. Um, but that's when I was like, I'm going to just do nothing that I've ever done before. And I went and worked for Nordstrom where we met. And <laughs> um I was like, I don't know like what I'm doing, but I think I just need like a break from everything. And I'm just like going to go do fashion and something that I love and a company that I love. Um, Cause I was still styling usually twice a year for fashion weeks in New York too, for different designers. So trying to keep the fashion side of like my life going too, because I always love that with the interior. Um, and then where I'm at now um, totally different. I feel like I never would have imagined anything like I've ever done, but just one day my current job found me and for, I think it's been full-time for three years, but I'm going to count like five years total. I've been a personal assistant to a family here in town, um, where I think I can implement all of like my Martha living in like lifestyle skills. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. You're basically the lifestyle guru of Columbus. Oh, am I? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to be hopefully, hopefully soon. Yes. I proclaim. So tell us as much as you can about your upcoming project that this, the little sneak peeks that I've seen that you shared on Instagram, um, I want to know everything, but tell us as much as you can. (laughs) Yes. So my new project um, is writing a book and it's going to be a lifestyle and entertaining book. Um, I'm basing it on the Midwest to differentiate myself from every other 
thing that's out there. So we'll see if it's enough to make it happen. And I don't know much about it yet, about really like what I'm doing. I have it nice, nicely mapped out. I know every single thing I want covered and talked about and shown, um, I, which I started this idea seven years ago, which I think about that. I'm like, this is crazy. So I think there's always times that you have people tell you, you can't do something or it's not going to happen. And it just like sticks in your head and you get so it's easy to get consumed in that. Mm -hmm. Um, So last summer when we couldn't do anything, we were really like locked at home. I said, let's dig this out and really go through all of my recipes um, that I have and people that I know and who can be involved. And I want this to be such a big thing and I won't let it be done until it looks like a Martha Stewart book. And I know that I have that in me to do this. Um, But I still think it's like kind of crazy that I'm taking this on. I don't know, like a timeline I'm hoping within five years and five years is a very long time. Um, But I'm hoping to shoot a little story for it at the end of this year going into Christmas. Um, I have a really great idea for that, that I'm very excited about, but um, I had, what else? I don't know. I just feel like I'm like rambling and everyone's going to be like, Um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm really excited. I think everyone needs to find what makes them happy, excited, going full force like I feel like I am with this because it's bringing me so much joy that I can come home to and just sit in front of my computer and keep typing about whatever I'm what's popping in my head um so I think of new things every single day and just really trying to narrow down what what I want the final outcome to be for each section and like how like I have like the book laid out that's awesome. So where, where are you exactly in the process or what is your process? Are you writing the entire book and kind of having it ready and then taking it to an agent or publisher or vice versa? What's your route on that so far? So, um, like I said, I have it all mapped out and I'm just like writing it all at the same time. I feel like, um, I have it broken down into kind of by season. Um, and I feel like I know like a lot of people, which is always a plus. And so there's been conversations about publishing because I have no clue what that even means, how you go about it, how does it happen? Um, so I'm, it's nice to know people for that. Um, I mean, if nobody would have, think that this is such like a great idea I can always self-publish it which I don't know anything about that world either <laughs> um but I don't know it's nice to have guidance from the experts because I'm I feel like I'm the expert at what I'm talking about here and um I just want this to be something that anyone could read and do on their own no matter how, if you're you've never had a dinner party you've never cooked a meal before in your life or if you've been doing it forever and want to add another layer into how it's done. So um, I want to make it accessible for all people and all 
skill levels. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And then I have some like fun collaborations that I want to bring into it, which I had a meeting very recently with somebody here in Columbus that many people know, and she is. And people think, know her far beyond Columbus too. Let's people, yes, clear. people, people know her far beyond Columbus. Um, so it's exciting just making those connections and this person said yes and agreed to being part of my project, which I don't even have like the word to explain like what that means because it's so much emotion to me that they would agree to be part of it. So I still have some more people in the works and hopefully, hopefully I'll get more yeses. So yeah, well, and there you are again with that attitude of why not? Why not try? You never know who might say yes. So yes. And I'm a firm believer and this came up in my conversation with this person. I am a firm believer of manifesting what you want for your life and what you see yourself doing. And you just have to talk about it and talk about it and think about it and tell yourself you can do it over and over and over. And I mean, like, I'll like sit in like the car and like talk to like myself which I I don't know, might sound crazy to some people, but I think you have to just manifest and make happen what vision you have for your life. I am such, I don't know. I think every, a lot of things like that I have done, I'm going to go out and get it and make sure it's how and exactly like what I want it to be. So I totally agree. I'm all about the manifesting too. And I think anyone who gives manifesting a bad rep is kind of maybe not understanding manifesting. And obviously it's different for each individual, but it's not like you're a genie and you're just like, I want a Louis Vuitton bag. I want a Louis Vuitton bag. I want a Louis Vuitton bag. (laughs) It's not like that at all. Um, I can totally relate, you know, when you say about talking to yourself in the car and things like that, I know, especially when I was competing for Miss Ohio, manifesting was my number one thing. I would, you know, like look at my gown and think in my brain what it's going to look like on me when I'm winning Miss Ohio and I'm getting the crown on me. And So I totally get the manifesting. And I think that what manifesting does is just prepares your mind for the opportunities that are coming to you, whether you believe that, you know, there's some kind of energy you're putting out into the universe or not, which I obviously buy into. But I think if you look at it at the most like plain way, it's just really preparing your mind and making you more confident and more ready for when those opportunities come about. I totally agree. And back, like playing on like the energy, I think you just need to surround yourself with good energy and not negative people or thoughts. Um, this I'm back to like this person that did say yes to me. Um, the energy that they bring, I think just seeing on Instagram and being sitting face to face, it's just, I mean, it's a whole nother level that, plays into you like what you're doing and I think just makes excels everything for both parties yeah if that makes if that makes sense absolutely when you got to meet with this person was that something like did you dm her on instagram or was it a connection of a connection situation um so I 
have known, I've known them and I would consider this person like a friend of mine. I really, really would. I've known um, her for quite a while. I want to say like back, going back to like my CCAD days, like when I was like in college um, and you just kind of like build a relationship with somebody over time and seeing them always at like all the events like that I would go to the same people are there. So always like making a point to like reconnect and mention maybe something like that you talked about the last time and follow up. Um, you just build relationships. Um, I just think that's like, really important. And then you just got to throw it out there. I mean, I like one of this, I was very nervous going into it because I'm like going to like pitch an idea that I have that I think is kind of crazy, kind of not because it's like, I'm writing a book. So do you want to be part of it? Um, there was like more to it than that, but um, it just kind of, I don't know. Everything just evolves. I feel like through your life and you just need to stay kind of like in tune, like with, with that. Yeah. I love that. So let's get deeper into the actual content of the book. I love that you have the Midwest focus. I think that's yes. a great idea. Um, cause I know you and I both consume a lot of different books and resources on topics like these that are probably coming out of LA and New York mostly. Uh, and I can say personally from living in New York and in Atlanta, that there are a lot of people who don't think that the Midwest has the glam. And so I want your book to bring some glam to Columbus and show the rest of the world too, that we can bring the glam here in Ohio. No, I know. I know we can. So yes, focusing on the Midwest. Um, it's just, I think like a special place and we have so much here in Columbus and I'm finding so much more that I didn't even know about that I want to like highlight. Um, because I don't know, I want to highlight makers and doers that are so perfect in their craft um, that what they do ties back to like my entertaining idea and focus. Um, so it's kind of like a win-win for both of us, but we have a lot of talent here that I am so excited to showcase and hopefully be like involved in this project. Um, but talking about the Midwest again, I think we're getting a little bit more light right now during these COVID times of people wanting to leave their lives in bigger cities and mm -hmm. finding, finding like a new start somewhere smaller. And I think Ohio is, I don't know. It's conveniently in the middle of everything, I think. Yeah, it is. It's pretty convenient. And what I love about living here is I can go down the street and wear my beautiful dress and outfit to Lindy's and get all dolled up and have fun with that. But I don't have terrible traffic to deal with. I can afford it. There's all kinds of yes, perks. It's very affordable, <laughs> which is nice. It's very yes. affordable. For now, if everyone comes in though, they're gonna take but away. No, I think we're going to see I think we're going to see a change even like down because yeah. I'm in like the downtown area and just like the evolution of so much is being built in new condos and places to live. It's just crazy. Yeah. The amount of growth, like the growth that we have here right now. I totally agree. So what is your favorite part of your book so far? So I think my favorite part is going to be the first idea that I had that I 
when I revisited the idea of this book because first it was just going to be like a winter and Christmas focus because that's the biggest time of year for me and my family has always celebrated anything be it a stupid little holiday or like a big Christmas or Easter ordeal we celebrate everything um so I think that's like why like I have such like a passion for this but my main idea was last year when we couldn't go anywhere and I hosted Mother's Day at my home and so I have a menu set for that that I'm super excited about but then the location um I just came up with and it's one of my favorite places here in Columbus and just kind of it's springtime and it's like everything's like waking back up here. Like I feel like in Ohio and coming into like full bloom, this idea just really got me going. And so having a, a fantastic mother's day brunch outside on the terrace at this location, which I'm also not going to tell and give away. Um, But I mean, I don't know. It just get, it just gets me excited every time like I think about it and I can't wait to see it like happen and like come to life yeah that's awesome well I'm so excited I can't wait to see it come to life and I'm excited to see the whole journey and be along for this journey with you and I know that this will spark obviously joy for you that we've already seen and I think you will bring so much happiness to other people with this book too because I think that's um that's what a lot of the lifestyle brands and all of these sort of um, all these sort of things are for is to just bring some happiness, um, even in some some simple ways. We're probably many of us are already celebrating Mother's Day. Let's take it up a notch and do something a little special and making these recipes is making memories and being with your family or with your friends or whoever. Um, so I think the lifestyle brand kind of gets taken for granted sometimes, but I do think so. Yeah. But it really, I think can bring joy to a lot of people. And I think too, with the more people who are celebrating it, the more accessible it becomes to as many people as possible. So I, I, I hope that that trend continues. I enjoy it. Me too. No, thank you. (laughs) I, I'm excited to see, see all of this come to life and in real time. So yeah, we'll definitely need you to check back in with us. So (laughs) (laughs) I will, especially about this collaboration because Lee was nice and told me, and I know that I know I'm being so mean to everybody else, but everyone will be want to keep it under wraps for right now. Absolutely. I completely respect that. I completely agree with that decision. And I'm, I'm kind of happy to tease our listeners here a little bit. I think it'll be fun for them to find out who it is eventually. Cause I know that it's someone that as far as I know, I think all of our listeners are pretty big fans. So it's very exciting. All right. Well, enjoy Lindy's tell it. I said hello and we will see each other on the patio soon. Perfect. Yep. Let's do it. Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to life concierge podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please rate review and subscribe. It really helps. And you won't miss an episode when you subscribe catch all the latest from life concierge podcast and follow at life concierge podcast on instagram 
You can also visit the website lifeconciergepodcast.com to learn more, leave a note, or recommend a topic or guest for an upcoming episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.